0: Welcome to Coach B. Daily, I'm Coach B. Moore. In this podcast, i like to share information that will help us achieve our health, athletic performance, and body goals more efficiently, which of course means to get more progress with the same or less effort, or in the same or less time. Today, we'll talk about the role of dietary fat, what you need to know about it, and uh, what it does for you, and what you need to do after you hear this. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to remind you to subscribe to this podcast, Coach B. Daily, on iTunes and Google Play, I'd love it if you left me a star rating or a review. Help me make the show better. Uh, also, send me your questions on this topic or others. I'm at Coach B Moore, C-O-A-C-H-B-E-M-O-O-R-E on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow this conversation on Facebook.com slash eating abs And this podcast is an offering of eating abscom where you can find out more about working with me directly on your health, athletic performance, and body goals. Today, we're going to talk about dietary fat intake. Dietary fats, I remember back in the day, by the day, I mean back in like the early 90s or whatever, fat used to be a bad word in terms of food marketing. It was one of those buzzwords. And if you haven't noticed yet, we're always seeing some type of marketing buzzword handle. We just saw paleo appear in the market, reach its crest, and then basically disappear. And now we're seeing keto appear in the market. And head towards its crest before it will eventually disappear. Because these are words that, that they definitely have meaning in place. However, the way that they're being used on a marketplace that's mainly uneducated on the topic of nutrition, it's just dangerous and risky. So I remember back in the 90s, low fat was a thing. Low fat was like, if you didn't have it on your package, you were being outsold by the competitor product that had low fat on it. What we never knew to ask was, is low fat good? And if you've removed the fat from foods that we've eaten, what have you replaced it with? And in most cases, it was crap, chemical laden crap. And honestly, I know you recall the cigarette companies in, I guess, the 90s were sued. And now they pay billions of dollars in kind of reparations for the the harmful effects they've caused on society due to miseducation and and just, you know, rampant marketing of a product that's, that's greatly unhealthy for us. I believe the food companies will be facing that sooner than later. We're going to see that happen uh, in our lifetime. I think there's so much misinformation. And, and, uh, and as a result, we're, we're getting sick. We're a sick population. And we're, we don't know why. We're not educated on why. So anyway, back in the 90s, um, low fat was a thing. And we probably thought that, oh, man, I have fat on my body and I want to have less fat. So eating less fat will be exactly what I should do. It doesn't work that way. Let me tell you what what fat does for us. Dietary fat is important and is very important to our health. Dietary fat plays several key roles that are vastly important to our, health func- our healthy function of our bodies. One of them is fat as an energy source. As a matter of fact, if you had one tablespoon of protein, one tablespoon of a carbohydrate and one tablespoon of fat, your body would derive the most energy by almost double from the tablespoon of dietary fat. It's important. Dietary fats help us manufacture and balance our hormones. As I've told you in our sleep episode, at night, our brain is balancing billions of chemical reactions. We're chemical beings and it's sending out hormones, chemicals, to make sure that we stay properly functioning. And dietary fats help manufacture those hormones. Also, dietary fats form all, our cell membranes and We'll talk about it in another episode, but we're not just people walking around. We're not just organisms. That's, that's not the end of it. As you zoom in closer and closer in our bodies, you'll see that we're made up of smaller and smaller components, organs and tissues and cells. And if we're sick on any level, we're sick on all levels. So if we're sick in our cellular level, we're sick, we're sick people. Okay. And so our dietary fats... Form our cell membranes. So it's very important to cellular health. Our brains are made and our nervous systems are made of fats. So it's important to have dietary fats to replenish those, those things. Also, dietary fats transport fat-soluble vitamins. Means means there's some vitamins that we eat that need fat in order to circulate through our body. And lastly, uh, there are some essential fats that we, our bodies just can't produce. And we have to eat them. And those are called the omega-6 and omega-3 fats. So dietary fats are hugely important. And our overall health is determined by the balance of fatty acids that we consume. That's huge. That's something that is very important you remember and that you're aware of. The balance of our, our dietary fat intake is an indicator of our overall health. When we are out of balance, we are moving away from... Great health. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, saturated versus unsaturated fats must be in balance. Unbalanced leads to increased cholesterol levels and increased risk of heart disease. An excessive unbalanced intake of saturated fats over unsaturated fats is linked to increased risk of Alzheimer's disease, breast cancer, kidney disease, diabetes, MS, and stroke. So what do we need to do? Of the so-called healthy fats, which are are our omega-6 and omega-3 fats, we need to work to balance those intakes. Okay, One-to-one is ideal. Think about a scale, a simple scale, like the scales of justice. Right, One unit on one side, equivalent unit on the other side, that's balance. One-to-one. That's what we need. That's what we're looking for. That's ideal for health. However, in a typical Western diet, we're living in general more like 16 to 1 or 20 to 1, which indicates big trouble. Okay, that's huge. Our elevated omega-6 intake comes from things like corn oils. We're we are a farming country, right? And we have a, a ton of corn. Corn is like our big crop. Unfortunately, that stuff, because of the economics of it all, ends up in all of our foods. It's everywhere. So from corn oils to, uh, you know, that's sold in the store to vegetable oils, Uh, And even in our meats, because what happens in the commercial meat industry is they feed animals who don't naturally eat corn, corn feed. And their bodies respond by in in very bad ways that increase the level of omega six in their bodies. And then we we eat meat. And we have a huge intake, a very unbalanced intake. It leads us down the path of bad health. Now, I think this is an interesting place to stop because I know there's documentaries out there that say you shouldn't eat meat. And there's been a couple really big ones lately that have scared people into saying, oh, man, I, I need to become a vegan all the way, all the way. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with becoming a vegan. But I will say that some of the problems, not even some, most of the problems that we see from people eating meat has nothing to do with actually eating meat. It has to do with the commercial meat complex and the fact that we're eating very low quality meat that was raised in unnatural ways, subject to antibiotics and eating a diet that is unnatural to them. I often tell people, if you ask me how we should eat, we should eat an abundance of multicolored fruits and vegetables and seeds, raw seeds and nuts and some oils, some cold pressed oils and some high quality meat. That's the deal. That's that's how I believe we should do it. I mean, and, and I think that's a great balance. I think if we did those things, we would live long, healthy lives. But. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot in the way. There's a lot to dig out from under. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot going on. Meaning, if you if you heard that and said, okay, I'm gonna go get high quality meat, and you go to the grocery store and you buy the more expensive version of beef or, or pork or turkey or whatever it is, but it's just more expensive. It's not actually raised how that particular animal was supposed to be raised. You're in trouble. So you need better sources. We could talk about that as well. Send me a note, or I'll do another podcast about it and eat tons of vegetables, and fresh fruit, and raw nuts and raw seeds. Do it all. We need to increase our intake of omega-3 fatty acids in order to balance that equation. Like I said, we're at 16 to 1, 20 to 1 in some cases. We need to get closer to 1 and 1. And the straightest, easiest, simplest way to that balance is to begin by increasing your intake of omega-3 fatty acids. And here's the way you can do it. Increase your intake of flaxseed or flaxseed oil. Increase your intake of walnuts. Consider getting an algae supplement. And also, you can find it in wild-caught fish and large and small wild game. Wild game is completely different from what you're finding on the supermarket store. As a result, if we do that thing, we work towards having a healthy fat balance, increasing our omega-3 intake, We'll have a reduced risk of Alzheimer's disease, reduced risk of diabetes, reduced risk of forms of cancer, and reduced risk of stroke. It couldn't be more important. Those are my notes for the day. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm Coach B. Moore, and this is Coach B. Daily. I'd love to hear your questions. Shoot me a note at Coach B. Moore on Instagram or Twitter.